Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're getting ready to go out. You want to get in the mood. There's a playlist for that. You move to the beat. You trip over the dog. You're not dancing anymore. You open the Medibank app and find a physio. We live in an on-demand world. And now your health insurance comes on demand too. Download the new Medibank app today. For SEN America, this is the SEN NFL Podcast. Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway. Hitting the microphone across the room was James. Good work, mate. How long have we been doing this for, James? You know what it's like being this big guy in this tiny little room? No, you tiny don't. Room. You're, you're five foot two break. and 70 kilos dripping wet. All right? Actually lighter than 70 and taller. I would be double your size and weight and width. It doesn't mean and you don't girth. have to knock the mic. It's just, it's a very small room, okay? <laughs> I'm not used to small rooms with tiny doorways. We haven't been in the box studio. No, thank heavens. The in room ages. that I couldn't actually slip my chair in. I had to <laughs> go on my hands and knees. <laughs> no, sorry, I didn't mean to knock the mic. It was my, my bad. That's all right. Well, clearly you've been introduced. Today it is the all NFL draft recap show. Uh, we'll obviously let J.A. crow about how well he did with his mock. We'll take a look at every team. But more importantly, we're going to look at the Australians. It was an incredible weekend for all the Australians who were eligible for the draft. It was absolutely fantastic. James, it's our 44th episode. Let's get over the newsroom. It's time to go into the newsroom on the SEN NFL podcast. There's one piece of news I want to talk about. Yep. And that is the falling draft stock of our man because of his Twitter account. <laughs> big, <laughs> big Laramie. Just destroying his career to the tune of about 10 million bucks. Can we just say, though, when they find the person who did it, he should... They already have. Oh, was it his so, stepdad? No, it was his... The person who thought he was going to be his financial advisor for his entire career, uh, he so was fired right before the draft. So he's some bro that wanted a bit of coin on the so side. So he was like, you know what? Fire me. Watch this. And he should go to jail because that's extortion. I would think so too. Now I mean, it's pretty bad. He's ruined someone started someone's career. Well, we all know he was taking money probably from the old Miss uh, and he, program. And, well, he made that pretty clear in his press conference straight after the draft where he said, yeah, I took money. So and I then they quickly cut that short. But didn't, didn't, didn't they know that he took money anyway? Apparently, yeah. There was a bit of talk and about it. it. Apparently it was his stepfather's fault or something like well, that. Well, the interesting thing is, know. I wonder how much he was taking from this financial advisor in the way of cash. Because clearly this guy thought he was going to be the man. I'm going to cash in here, take my percentage on his investments, you know, what a money manager does. And then to get burnt, like apparently it was like one or two days out, he um, fired him. So I I wonder how much cash he had taken from him leading into that moment. Either way, it's not a good look for the old Miss players because it was him, there was Robert Ndichie. It was not... And... and Ndichie. Um, Ndichie. And, <laughs> and the wide receiver... Uh, 
Yeah, Laquan Treadwell, who had a bit of off-field. Well, he fell as well. It was a bad day. Well, he for fell because of he because bro- he broke his leg horrifically. And remember, remember Tunstall was still involved in that incident with the swimming pool in the hotel room as well, wasn't he? No, that. Oh yes, he, he was, was there. involved there. He was there. Smoking he was weed. there, but they yeah. Well, no, because he's part. He couldn't have been smoking weed because he's passed every single drug test. The weed thing is from th- from just before he went to college. He was at that point a high school student. That's from right. when the video is. So it's a bit unfair yeah, to judge him like, on that. He had weird but dreads how, or something. How about all the moron got all the morons that took him off their draft board, like the Baltimore Ravens? Oh no, Ronnie Stanley was higher on our board. No, he wasn't. Don't lie. The New York Jets Giants took Eli Apple instead of Laramie Tunsil. They reached for the twentieth ranked player instead of the number one ranked. Oh, it just infuriates me how dumb people can be. Tennessee Titans trade up. You think? Oh, here he goes. Yeah, I thought. I thought Jack that was Conklin. The move. I thought let's that was take the move. another right tackle for our offense that already has one. They just. Yeah, but at that stage, they was, didn't know that it was a setup. Uh, they just thought he was an idiot. I'm pretty sure a lot of them knew because it broke about three hours before the draft. And he spoke to every team that was interested in him. He apparently was like about 17 teams that called him and said, what's a go with this video, man? And he said, look, it's from three years ago. I've passed every drug test for the past three years. I'm not doing weed. So it's from a long time ago. Um, and as for taking money from my coaches, that's it's already been an issue and it's already been resolved. So No, no, that didn't come out until after he'd been picked. Because oh, was that afterwards? That got was it? leaked onto his Instagram account. Uh, he's got to learn to how picked. to keep a password to himself. As well, John well, Gruden La- said, Laramie one two three is clearly not a very good password. <laughs> yeah. as, as John Gruden said, ten years ago, this would have never happened. And this is the problem with. And you know, I'm someone who really likes the the age of Facebook and but all that's that. That's why they're going to be smarter about social media. But these kids aren't smart. And this is the problem, Chris. They're not intelligent guys. They're football players. You don't need players, to be smart, smart. You don't need to be academic smart. You just need to be smart in a, the way of... There are full-time employees now at, at colleges, social media guides yeah. that look after... There'll be five guys that look after the football team that have access to everyone's Facebook and Instagram and everything. Is it her medical? Just don't press anything send? Com- it's just, yes, yeah, it's her. As easy it's, as that. It's just stupid. Uh, so either way, I feel for him because he did not do anything wrong. All the issues that were brought up were ones that are resolved. He passed every drug test in his college career. So, and then here's a guy that yeah. has gone and from the Chargers had him at, at three. They had him on the board. They can say whatever they want, and they or we wanted Bosa. Yeah, they, they did not. They did not have a, a guy who didn't fit a scheme going ahead of the number one player. This was a guy who was going number one until the quarterbacks were traded. I think it's ridiculous, but. I feel I feel for him to be honest because he's legitimately. If if this was from a couple of weeks ago, then I wouldn't feel for him. But he has done the right thing, and it's not fair now. Now he's in the drug program. Now he's in all no, this stuff. No, he's not. He's the, not. No, he's going to have random ones still. He won't be in it. But you can only check for weed to- for two months of the year, exactly. And those months are gone. Yeah, we saw this last well, year. Was it Michael Ray? What's his name? Um, Shane Ray. Shane Ray. Shane Ray, Ray. Was got it caught two weeks. He failed. The, he the failed the combine. He failed drug test, the combine, which right. Laramie Tunsil did not. Yeah. So. These are all these things. And he, look, he, he fell to 13, which people don't realize. It's so much money going outside of the top 10. So, oh, time will tell. I, I think the Miami Dolphins got an absolute steal. A, a team that didn't need tackles at all, either Miami, they just saw the opportunity and, and took just it. took him. Yeah, and and that's smart. Absolutely outstanding drafting. I can't believe many other teams didn't either. Okay, let's turn to your mock. First thing. Yes, let's turn to Seven it. Seven correct, bang on right, and Eight. 20 Eight seven. Plus. Eight. Seven. I got Kevin Dodd also. 
Kevin Dunn went in the second round. Yeah, but I had him going to the Tennessee Titans no, in the first round. No, that counts. <laughs> You're not getting that one. Is that not a team? Actually, in saying that, I also had Cody Whitehair going to going to Denver in the first round too, and he went to them in the second. Yeah. So I could have counted them. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a bit cheeky, but Get I tried to here. count it. But, but you're right. Seven's not bad. And was it 25 total 20, correct? 25 first out round 31. players out of 31. So I got six wrong. It's pretty impressive. Do you know how you went against, say, I haven't checked, or someone like I that? I haven't checked those guys. but it's I not I, like I, you, I sh- not to get all your information right so you can crow about well, it. Well, it's been, it's been difficult since the draft because I'm doing my, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been doing my draft analysis, which is taking me a long time. There's a lot of players drafted, so <laughs> I'm doing almost every single player um, and how I feel. So that'll be coming out in the next few days. But I, yeah, I just haven't had the chance. But I should look. But I think 25 out of 31, I think I'm pretty happy with that. And that's uh, a lot of like a lot of the picks I had when we did it. You were going like Jermaine and Fetty's the one I'm Fetty's one I'm wrapped with going to Seattle. Everyone was like, "Who is that guy?" Yeah, I did my research. I knew Seattle <laughs> liked him, and when they traded back, I was even more confident they're going to take him. So, like, I missed out on the stupid 49ers trading back in for a guard. So that cost me one. And you knew they were going to do something stupid as well. Oh, they always do something it's stupid because they're a stupid organization. Yeah. Either way, but I'm pretty happy. Seven spot on. Yeah, and then I got a cut. And then all my, I will say, out of my 31 I picked in the first round, every one of them were gone by halfway through the second. Like you take Miles Jack, I missed out on. Yeah, that's it was surprising. His fall. It's a bit stiff, but yeah, every player I had was gone by, I think, pick 13 in the second round. So I'm pretty happy with that. All right, let's take a look at this team by team. We'll start with the Arizona Cardinals. We're not going to go, you know, every single player that that these teams picked. But what we're going to do is take a bit of a look at what jumps out at us, what was a great pick, what was probably a bit of a reach, um, and an overall how they went. James, how did you see Arizona shaping up? The By far, the best player picked was um, Robert Kimdichie. Yeah, at 30. Outstanding. At, at, at 30, sorry, at 29, oh, 30 in the first round, yeah. I think he's a great player. He's He was the number two rated D-tackle, but he's pretty far up. He's pretty high up there in comparison. There's not much between him. 6.3 player grade. Outstanding pick. Fits perfectly in that scheme. You now have him, Clias Campbell, and, and you forget they got um, Chandler Jones in the offseason as well. Yeah, and pass, pass rush probably was one of their That was their defense's biggest weakness, and that's certainly going to help them. Their run stuffing was outstanding. They'll get Honey Badger back. I think that defense will be... See, what I like to do is have they improved that defense with this draft? Yes, they have. Absolutely. I didn't like... Um, the pick of the center, Evan Boehm, in the in the fourth round. he He's never going to be a starter. He's a depth guy. This is a team that needed a center. I thought they could have got Nick Martin in the third, but he, he just he just missed out. Didn't like that pick much. But other than that, I said all, all the lower guys. I'll tell you what, I, you don't I know like anything Har- about Harlem Miller, the, the corner out of um, southeastern Louisiana, which is Divi 2 school. Somebody like that and adding a bit more depth, that's a... Nice little ad for them. I think they they turn a lot of attention to the to their D backs. You know, they draft a couple of corners and a safety. But he's aggressive as well, and he's a really good tackler, which shoots it suits that scheme. You can play him as that. You know, they play a safety at linebacker, so they have exactly. a very different scheme. So they they need a lot of defensive backs. I thought that was a pretty good pick too. Right, moving on to a team I thoroughly dislike: the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I can't get their draft to come up, unfortunately. No, it's got a little it. slow for it. It's not In working. the first round, they had pick 17. They took strong safety. Keanu Neal. out of Florida. Don't like it. I wasn't a huge fan either, but that made me happy. It was a need pick, but I think at 17, 
you don't take need picks in the first round, in my opinion. I think you take best player available. He's a good safety, don't get me wrong. He's a hard hitter. I just think he was... You know, I had him in my mock draft going to Carolina, I believe, at the end of the first round, or, or maybe even Arizona at the end of the first round. Uh Time will tell. All these guys, we'll see how they develop. He is a really good tackler and a really hard hitter. Um, we know that Dan Quinn is that ex-Seattle type guy. He does suit that Cam Chancellor role. So let's see how that works out. I actually like the second round pick, Dion Jones. That hybrid kind of slash safety linebacker, linebacker safety. tighter guy out of LSU. They breed him hard and strong down there. Yeah. In LSU, like, he's a guy who you know, will... One, he he'd be great on all your special teams, but two, he's going to battle for a for a starting spot. Yeah, I think they got some pretty good value there with a guy like that. Yeah, for sure. And their seventh round pick, Devin Fuller, is arguably the best kick returner in the game. Electric speed, so that's something you know he's not going to be a, a weapon on offense at all. You know, almost the last pick in the draft, but he is a very good return man and could be a really good option for him. It's the kind of guy you get excited about when they're going to be touching the ball. You're like, ooh, anything could happen. You don't want them touching it a lot, but the three or four times they touch it on returns, which are very safe touches usually, anything can happen. Baltimore Ravens' first pick was Ronnie Stanley. We touched on it earlier. I think they blew that. They should have had the guts to stay. I agree. Look, I don't think there's a lot between Laramie Tunsil and Ronnie Stanley. They're probably on the same track as a pass protector. I just think Ronnie Stanley doesn't add that punch in the running game that that uh, Laramie Tunsil does. He's a good player, and there's no doubt he's going to transition a good player. He's very comparable to Tyrone Smith from the Cowboys, who's you know one of the best tackles in the NFL. The Ravens it- had. Oh, sorry to cut you off, mate. That's fine. That's oh, fine. I was going to move on. Do you want to go back? To no, your no, point that's or? all good. All right, cool. The Ravens had a ton of draft picks, yeah, and, and they had a lot of injuries last year, and their 90-man roster is going to have a lot of a lot of young people on it going into camp. Like Ken, Kenneth Dixon in the fourth round, the running back, he could start for them. Their running back position is terrible. Justin Fossett's coming off an injury and he's older. He could, he could get a lot of – he'll get a lot of carries in that offense. Um, a lot of D-linemen, though, they took. Kamale Correa, this guy is – you want to watch some good tape – Go and watch him. He'll play outside linebacker for them. He is electric and just one of those effort guys that gets there. He'll be perfect. He can sit behind Elvis Dumerville and Terrell Suggs for minimum a season and start to get the hang of it. I think he's going to be an outstanding player out of Boise State. Yeah, the other one I was excited about, they took Keenan Reynolds, running back out of Navy. You don't see many service academy guys get drafted, and I was I was quite excited to see that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's always good to get those military guys in there because they... A lot of them don't even go. They don't even want to go to the NFL because they can't. They're not allowed to. Yeah, well, often they have to. Yeah, finish their finish serving their country. Yeah. Um, Buffalo Bills. Shaq Lawson in the first round. D end. Great draft. Yeah, I <laughs> I really liked it. They then got Reggie Ragland. Are you in kidding the second. me? You, you get Shaq Lawson and Reggie Ragland. Who you get so both mi- of them? I can't believe Reggie Ragland was in the second second round. All the Alabama guys fell. A. Sean Robinson. And Noah Spence, I believe, is the other D tackle. I could be wrong there, but they all fell to the second round. Yep. Now they took D line and linebacker with their first three picks, and then a D tackle, D tackle later on. But I want to talk about Cardell Jones, quarterback, fourth round. He will play this year because you you know, um, what's Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. I always want to say Jackson. He um he, the twelve gauge. Yeah, I'm excited. He has a cannon <laughs> of an arm. He's big. He's strong. 
He's mobile, so he fits that system. Tyrod Taylor's going to miss minimum two games. He always will. That kind of a guy is a slight build and who has that playing style. He'll miss some. We will see Cardale Jones this year, and it's pretty exciting. EJ Manuel gone, do you think? I reckon they'll, they'll cut him. Oh, I would. He's crazy. Even they'll only take two into the season. Um, they might find a third elsewhere. Yeah, maybe. You can get somewhere else. Really- I love, love Shaq Lawson, though, also. Yep. And I want to just take a little shout-out to a TCU player there, um, Liston B. He used to be a track guy. He is lightning. He is yeah. so fast. He's not a great receiver, in all honesty. Will he be a return guy? Uh, yeah, he can do it. But you can put him on the outside, and you better put someone over the top of him because that guy can really stretch the field. But if he can't clean up the rest of his game, he'd probably struggle to make the roster. Last year's runners-up, the Carolina Panthers, their first pick right at the end of the first round, they take Vernon Butler, D-tackle out of Louisiana Tech. Look, I know I said you don't draft for needs in the first round, but they have two all-pro defensive tackles. This guy is going to add... I want to see guys added that can help them. He's not even going to start for them. He'll be a rotational guy. He, you know, he's he's a nose tackle. Uh, it's just you I don't, I don't about their like that line. Pick. Absolutely, they, they didn't make any moves took, to address that. So they took a D tackle, three cornerbacks, and a tight end. What would you say the two best positions on their team are? Tight end and defensive line, defensive tackle. R- yeah, right now probably you got Greg Olson and two All Pro defensive tackles yet. That's so like now that was a seventh round pick for tight end, so he's just a depth filler. And he's out of Montana. And State. I understand them taking the three cornerbacks in the second, third, and fifth because they just got to hit on one of them because one of those guys are going to start now that Josh Norman's gone. I and Vernon Butler's not a bad player. Don't get me wrong. If he'd gone to someone who he was going to be a starter, he would be. But I just don't like the fit. I just don't know why you need three of them. Unless they're going to go to a a five one, like I just well, maybe that'd a be five exciting. two, like that'd I just exciting. don't see the point of it. It's not going to happen. Chicago Bears first pick, they traded up with my Bucks, who went down. They got Leonard Floyd outside linebacker. Out what did I say, Georgia. Richie? Who was I that confident they'd take? You said they'd take Leonard Floyd. I was very confident about it. Now they traded up for him, and I started getting panicky because I thought, "Don't tell me they're going to take Tunsil," <laughs> which you know what they probably should have. But Leonard Floyd's an outstanding move. He's a very raw player, but he's super athletic. He's six six. Like it's a six six outside linebacker that can move. He's got all the moves, and I love, I love that they got Cody Whitehair in the second round. That's incredible. That's great value there. He's a he's a day one starter at guard and a ten year pro. Yep, they knew they had, uh, and we've talked about this a lot. They've been changing defensive schemes. They took a lot of defensive players in this draft, looking to get the right type of person for Fox's defensive scheme. Love Dion Bush as well out of Miami. Starting Miami safety was their best defensive player. I think that's a really good pickup. I don't know whether he'll work. Yeah, he'll be an immediate impact, but he's a he's a low risk, extremely high reward guy. Got a big ceiling. Someone else I liked. They got Jordan Howard, running back out of Indiana, in the fifth round. He's a sneaky good player. I mean, you don't get a lot. You get value. There was, there was only like ten running, running backs, backs drafted. So yeah, I think he's actually um, quite a good one. Forte's obviously gone, and and somebody like Jordan Howard, people aren't going to know a lot about him, but he's the kind of guy who can come in and help out. You know. Good pass protector. Yep, I think he could be a really good player for them. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's it's just all about adding guys who help the team. And you know, some of these teams have got that a little bit wrong. I think. And so we'll start with the Cincinnati Bengals. They got 
screwed in this draft. They got hosed. They, they wanted a receiver. receiver got taken and they would have been. Well, they would have been sitting there thinking, we're going to get one of these guys. We're going to get Treadwell, Doxon, or Fuller. We're going to get one of them. And they didn't get any of them. They all went in front of them. They were, and they would have been on the phone too, trying to get in. Oh, absolutely. But those they teams were. would have known what they were taking now, and they wouldn't have traded with them. Exactly. Now, I think it makes sense why now you saw the Houston Redskins swap. Because I reckon Cincinnati were trying to get up. So they've gone, hey, we don't want to give them a receiver. Do you want to jump in front of us? Give us some, you know, give us some reason to not trade out of this. Yeah. Um, outstanding, outstanding work by the Redskins to get that pick and still get Doxton. Uh, then they, they took William Jackson third. That was a purely in-your-face because the Steelers wanted him, and they were one pick in front of the Steelers. They don't really... Cornerback's not their biggest need. It, no, it is but a need, do you but think it's not the start? Mm, possibly. Yeah. They're not terrific corners. He'll be he'll be in the in the top three, and I consider three cornerbacks in the NFL starters now, the way these schemes are run. So but I think the Pittsburgh Steelers would have been upset. They did get uh, Tyler Boyd in the sec- Tyler Boyd in the second round, very comparable to Keenan Allen. So could work for them. The Cincinnati Bengals are the type of team that they don't miss on many. Getting Andrew Billings in the fourth round blows my mind. I don't know how that happens. How does he fall to that? He's only a two-down player. Apparently, have you seen him Can't. run? Yeah, but that's just running. Go on, Richie, go to that website I showed you the other day and watch some tape of him. He can pass rush, I'm telling you. When he's in the mood. Yeah. This, this is a guy who... The Bengals will get something out of him. Yeah. It's a great pick. It, it's a guy who blew up um, as a freak show athlete and got all the memes and all that sort of stuff about him. But he never really delivered on it on the field. He's a bit built like Tarzan players like Jane. Yeah. Now, maybe, you know... Jane's older, tougher brother. He's not quite that bad, <laughs> but, yeah. but he, he yeah, he lacks he lacks motor. However, yeah. if if anyone's going to get it out of him, it'll be the Bengals because oh, they get yeah. they get they get everything out of their players. Great move. Like I would have loved for him to go. To, I'm shocked. I thought Rob Marinelli would have loved to go like that. Since Marvin Lewis got there, the amazing thing about Cincinnati is how much they've changed. They used to be the Browns. Oh yeah, yeah, and. Basically, since it's that, when they drafted um, Carson Palmer, that's when it all turned yeah. around. When that existing group came in, which you're right, was for that draft. Yeah, you, know, you you went from the laughing stock to in the playoffs every other year. Now, they unfortunately, had, they you have Chad a one, Johnson one, and TJ Hushman Zada. Remember those years where their offense yeah. was just blowing teams away. They've been a great team for a long time, and I, I Marvin Lewis got extended this year. And as we both said, he's a great coach. So absolutely. Now, yeah, he hasn't won his playoff games. Last year, that was no one's fault but injuries. You lose your starting quarterback who was in the MVP race. That's what happens. Yep. Moving on next to the Cleveland Browns, who had about a thousand picks every time they kept. Tra- was- they traded out of the first round as yep. well, or not out. They swapped with Tennessee, which was a great move, and still got Corey Coleman, who is by far. I didn't think he'd go this early because of scheme fit, but also I didn't think the Browns would be at fifteen. If the Browns, I had Laquan Treadwell going first to Tennessee at fifteen. If I'd known it was the Browns, I would have had Corey Coleman going there because he's a great fit for that offense. Absolutely. I think they got a bargain in the second round, too, with Emmanuel Ogba. A lot like Percy Harvin as well, Corey Coleman. Definitely. So many wide receivers they took in this draft, though. One that jumps out, they did take quarterback Cody Kessler out of USC in the third round. I don't mind the pick. A lot of people like to bag him. I've actually got a bit of time for Cody Kessler. He's got I think no he's... arm. He hasn't got an NFL arm. He might probably have the NFL not. head, so we but don't if know. you're if you're drafting a QB in the third round, you're probably not expecting a starter any time in the first couple of years. I think there was a couple of better ones there. I think they've taken the wrong guy. Uh, Dak Dax Prescott was still there at that point. 
Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, sorry. D-A-K? D-A-K. <laughs> yeah, but they took... I also love Emmanuel Ogbar in the second round. Uh, first pick in the second round. So he was basically a first-round pick, number 32. Yeah, yeah, he would have been. Um, he's like Bud Dupree from the Steelers is the, the earliest comparison you can get. Very, very big and powerful. I think he could really work out. Um, he has a bit of motor skills. You know, he struggles to keep intense the whole game. But an NFL team, if, if an NFL team can't get that out of him, Hugh Jackson's a good coach. He should be able to. That's a nice shout-out, TCU kid, Derek Kindred. Free safety. Love you, TCU. Hey, we have turned that. Hey, Since I started following, we have turned them around. This year. They had a great draft, yeah. which means it's... As a team, we'll probably be not very good next no, year. No, but you've, you've had a great draft last year, and you, you recruit well now. That's very true. Your mob, the Dallas Cowboys pick four, take Ezekiel Elliott, the worst kept secret in the draft. Well, it wasn't. Zook. Everyone thought they were tricking. No, now, they just took him. This, this, him. this pick for me, I sat on the couch watching this, and it was like a, a song in my head, my... My mind was telling me no, <laughs> but my body was telling me yes. <laughs> it was not the smart pick, but if he is what it's he's... exciting. It is it's incredibly fun. exciting. If he is what he's touted to be, this could be one of the... We could go back to the best rushing offense in the league. And, and you look at last year, the defense was, wasn't great in, at parts, but it wasn't terrible. It was still a, me, a middle-of-the-ranked team. We had a terrible passing game, a good running game. But the running game the year before, when we were very good, you think of last quarters in that in that season, they just went DeMarco Murray, DeMarco Murray, DeMarco Murray, first down, first down, first down, game over. They never put the defense in that hole. What Jason Garrett is trying to get back to is that. They want to, in the last quarter, go, all right, Ezekiel Elliott, we're going to go single back so teams can't load the box. Make it happen. He's a great one-cut guy. It's perfect. If you want to do your yeah, you heard me prediction, how many yards all purpose does he finish with? All purpose. All purpose. Two thousand. <laughs> All purpose. He's he's a great receiver. I'm not saying he's not. I think you'll have fifteen hundred rushing. If yards. he has that, you have eleven wins. Darren, exactly. Darren McFadden had a thousand yards in this offense last year. He Let's just put sucks. that in. And Darren McFadden only started the last ten games. Remember, we had Joseph Randall, and then he was cut. Joseph Randall had about five hundred yards as well. Before that, this is a great offensive line. It is a terrific offensive line. The best in the NFL. I don't care what any Oakland Raider fan wants to tell me. This is the best O-line in the NFL. It is a perfect complement to that offense. Now, is it the smart move when you've got uh, Jalen, sorry, you've got the cornerback, Jalen Ramsey sitting there? Probably not. That's probably your biggest need, but it's exciting and it could be awesome. Love Jalen Smith in the second round too. They, it's his doctor that did the operation. Talk about some inside intel. Yep, and it, it might work out. It could go straight away. What's your you thoughts on Dak Prescott in the fourth? Keep in mind, he probably won't have to play this year. They're going to keep a third, so he won't play this year. He's probably not going to have to play for a while. Tony Romo's probably got three left, including this He's one. 36, Tony Romo. Yeah, my biggest concern is he's, he's probably not quite pro-ready. No, he's certainly and, not. He's a, he's a spread option quarterback. So. Yeah. Now, he's got some time to obviously bring it around and, and settle in. He, look, he's 6'2". He, he had some good got winning seasons at Mississippi State towards the end of his career. Mississippi State are, were they're, uh, they're yeah, a, very, a good, they're they're a good, a good couple team, of years. So um, I think but you know, I, after not getting Lynch, now they wanted to trade up for Lynch. Um, half of me says I'm glad that we didn't do that because we would have given up a lot. 
insane. I think the next best thing they did was wait till the fourth or, you know, I was thinking fourth or fifth round, they take a quarterback. I'm glad they did that. I'm glad they didn't then reach and get a Hackenberger or something like that because, you know, they've shit the bed. I'm glad they waited. A Hackenberger, hey? What's his name? Hackenberg. What's his name? Hackenberg. Hackenberg. He's, he's Hackenberger now. Well, we're talking about... You said that last week as well. Did I? I was going to play up on it, but... Well, it just, it just seems like that should be what it is. Now, I love food, Like so. Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. That's it. It's, it's Hackenberger. Mm. Maybe that... Oh, isn't that his nickname? Because he's compared <laughs> no. to Roethlisberger? I think he just made it up. We'll talk about... It is. It. That's his... Guys, his nickname's Hackenberger. No, it is. We'll talk about him when we get to him. <laughs> okay. The Denver Broncos traded up in the first round to solve their quarterback issues because nobody wants to go into the start of the season with Sanchez as your quarterback, the butt fumble. They take Paxton Lynch, quarterback out of Memphis, 6'7", 244. And is a race. Absolutely. But What's 244 in kilos? About 90? Uh, it's 105 or 6. That's so skinny for someone who's 6'7". Yeah. But yeah, it's, he's, a, he's got all the tools. Look, I spent most of last weekend watching all the Gruden... Oh, yeah. camps. Did you so, like him? Of course, you come out of it thinking they're all going to be awesome because yeah. there's only positives. And thinking but, John Gruden's unbearable. Oh, God, he'd be unbearable. He's a knob. And, if and, I hear Why Banana one more time, I'm going to kick him in the face. Spider to you. Why Banana. Why Banana. Oh, it's, um, it's so unbearable. I like it. I He was he was the number one QB before the underclassmen. I don't like declaring. where they got him, but they had to. It was their arms were tied because everyone else was trying to get up there too. Sorry, their hands were tied, not their arms. Everyone was trying to trade up there to get him. So it was either we end up with Hackenberger or we or we get Paxton Lynch. I would have been going yep. get me Lynch. Two forty four pounds by the way, one hundred and ten kilos. Yeah, oh, so pretty right. Well, it's not that um, small. One hundred kilos a bit of size for a QB. So let's get to the pick though. Hang that on, we love. Hang on before we come off. Before we come off Paxton Lynch, the biggest thing he's going to change is he was in the gun all the time. Yeah, he's going to go under Cube center. you under center, you're bootlegging, you're seven-step dropping. But he that's easily taught. Yep. If you've got the arm and you've got the skill, you, you can, can teach that. Work. They're going to have six months to teach him that, 129 days to be precise before the NFL season starts. Their second-round pick, 63rd overall Australian, Adam Gotsis, DN, Georgia Tech. I guaranteed it live on air. It came true earlier than I thought it would. I, I, this people. is awesome. Well, the injury did not obviously affect anyone's view of bit. him, and that is such an ass. Because this, like, how unbelievable is this that this guy is playing in the NFL? Well, I remember when he went to Georgia Tech, we all thought maybe, like, if, if everything rolls his way, who knows? All of a sudden, he's captain of the Georgia Tech defense, and now he's playing in the NFL, second round pick, and for one time ever, Fox Sports wrote an article. Without Jared Haynes' name in it. It was good. Now, they got the opportunity to sneak his name into the next article. Yes. Blake Muir got yes. signed his own draft to free agent. From Baylor. From Baylor. Great pick. I was so ha- I was so excited to see Well, I, I, I heard it while I was working. I had my headphones in listening. And when they said Adam Gotts, it took me a sec. I was like, I don't know that. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's Adam Gotts. Second round. Are you kidding me? So, look, it's great. The injury didn't affect anyone's view of him. This is a, like he, he's very raw in the sense of NFL standard, but he is a Derek Wolf like clone, and he's going to play with Derek Wolf, with with um, Von Miller, Demarcus Ware. He's going to have some future Hall of Famers. Demarcus yeah. Ware is already a Hall of Famer, yeah. and Von Miller's going to be. He's you can't see him not being. He's going to have those guys teach him how to play football. It's going to be pretty fun yeah. for him. The only thing I didn't like about it was how fast all these Australians were racing to try and claim him. Like, oh, oh yeah. we did this or we did that, whatever. Yeah, we yeah. get it, Paul Monero. You knew Adam Gotsis. Yeah. It's fine. And and the Warriors, your 15 posts or whatever. 
Hey, you know what? I don't mind the Warriors doing it because at least he played there at least. Very true. Played four junior seasons and a senior season, and I had the pleasure of him kicking my ass in that senior season. I'm glad he's in the NFL because now he'll never come back to us. Yeah, I agree. Very quickly, the pick I hated that the Broncos made. Seventh round pick, they took punter Riley Dixon. There were four Aussies there, mate. You guys screwed it up. It's how scared, and we'll get, I'm sure we will talk about how scared. Are NFL teams of non-traditional punters. Yeah, they hate it. It is ridiculous. But we'll get to that when we get to the Australians. Detroit Lions picking 16th to go tackle Taylor Decker. I think Ohio I think State. he's better than Conklin. I think Taylor Decker's a better player than Jack, than Jack Conklin. I think he's got a lot more upside. Great pick by Detroit. They, they needed O-line. I thought they would have gone D-tackle. I had them getting Sean Robinson. In the first round. In the first round. And guess what? They took him in the second. They must have been stoked Someone, when he was still something there. The must have, there must have been a league-wide, we're not going to take Alabama players in the first <laughs> round. Because all three of them fell, and they were all in the green room because they were all expected to go in the first round. Yeah, they're all sitting there together. It was, it was, I actually felt a bit sorry for them, especially Aishon Robinson and Reggie Ragland. Because they were the two. Like Aishon Robinson was the number one rated D-tackle up to five days before the draft. I just don't know how you fall that far, but well, he'll think- be wrapped. He's going to go and play alongside Haloti Nada. This guy is an effort guy, an outstanding pick for them. The, the Lions will be stoked. Also, That's two good picks for them. You remember my first mock draft, Miles Calibre I had going in the first round. Now, he dropped. I watched a bit more tape on him. He did come from Southern Utah, Division Two school. But this guy will hit you. He is, he is a Cam Chancellor mold. I don't know if he'll be that good, but he'll come up. He'll hit. He's a great steal in the fourth round. Love it. They also took a quarterback as well, uh, Jake Ruddock out of Michigan. Um, yeah, okay. Oh, I don't think he'll ever end up making it, but it's no. always interesting when, when teams take quarterbacks. Well, you've got to take them. Green Bay Packers, first round pick. They took Kenny Clark, D-tackle UCLA. In the second round, they took Jason Spriggs, tackle out of Indiana. The Packers had a a good draft without it being particularly interesting. Thing with the Packers are what I always think when they draft is what do they know that no one else does? Yeah, because they tend to get a lot right that people go that. Oh no, why are you taking him there? Kenny Clark's a and replacement they never take for, for BJ Raji. They never draft for. Need. No, they don't. Oh, I reckon Kenny Clark might have been. He's a BJ Raji clone. He replaces six three three fourteen. That is a That's big, a big boy. dude. So he he's going to really help them. Uh, Jason Spriggs in the second round, a, a guy they can develop, but they've had a lot of struggles on the O-line, especially they've got two good starters and they always lose the tackle. So he'll be a good depth guy, hopefully develop him. Who knows, he could turn into a starter. Three of their starting O-linemen are out of contract the end of next season. So you need you can't sign all three. You need to have one ready. He can play guard and tackle. Houston Texans, you had them taking a receiver. You didn't quite have the right one. Will Fuller, Notre Dame. Not true. I had them taking Will Fuller. Oh, sorry. Take it back. Nailed it. Did nail like it. Will Legit speed. Yep. He is this gonna, guy gets down He's going to be the perfect compliment to Dondre Hopkins. Now, did you see what Hopkins tweeted as soon as they took the pick? No. He's like, no more double teams, and then put the money symbol till it ran out of characters. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing about they're not going to be able to – well, they will double team Hopkins – until Will Fuller burns them a few times, if he can. So they've also got Jalen Strong there as well, which is pretty good. Love Nick Martin in the second round. Zach Martin's younger brother, the Cowboys all-pro. All 
he is as tough as him. He is a center. They've got him as O guard. His best position's a center. He will play center for them. They lost Ben Jones in the offseason. He could be a plug-and-play guy. Really good. He's not going to blow you away with... You know the guys that they don't bench press that well, they don't run that fast, they don't do their their pro agility is not that good. But when the tape comes on, when they're playing, they play strong and they play hard. That's him. He's yeah. that guy, and he'll be perfect for them. What do you think of Braxton Miller, wide receiver, Ohio State in the Love third it. round? Love it. This is a gadget guy, former, know, former quarterback. He could take uh, Oswald's Oswald's spot if they're not careful. You just tell me they've added Will Fuller, Nick Martin, Braxton Miller, and Tyler Irvin, who's a you know a, a pretty good running back in the fourth round. Plus they added Osweiler, obviously, and Lamar Miller. This offense has improved. Well, and it's they're, they're going after it, and they've certainly gone for a lot of speed too. Because Will Fuller, obviously, we said earlier, has got legit speed, but Braxton Miller's no slouch, and and Tyler Irvin's kind of a a bit of a, a flashy, um, gadgety kind of. Back, they can he's, do a lot of things yeah, with he's him. A, he's, he's a trick play, screen, all that kind of stuff, um, reverses, everything like that. He's a very and he's a very good pass stretcher as well. I almost want Hard Knocks to go back. This year would have been a lot more exciting because last but, year's quarterback battle was. Just you know, awful. Nick Martin's also a great leader there, and he's going to he's going to start to really anchor that O line and, and protect Osweiler because they've signed Osweiler and now they've given him. Every weapon he could do. They have four good receivers now. Hopkins, Fuller, Jalen Strong, and Braxton Miller. That's a, that's, the, that's a pretty good group. The AFC South turning it around. They certainly are. While we're there, Indianapolis Colts finally turned some attention to the offensive line. They took two centers, one with their first pick. They took two guards as well. Their first pick, Ryan Kelly, Alabama. I had Ryan Kelly as my second best offensive lineman in the... Sorry, third behind. It was Tunsil, Ronnie Stanley, and him. Now, his value of him being a center is, you know, made him fall, but great pick for them at 18 with all the tackles gone. Outstanding. TJ Green, the free safety from Clemson's hard-nosed, quick center field guy. It's perfect. Yep. Thankfully, the, the QB there shouldn't get the hell kicked out of him. Still in the AFC South, the Jacksonville Jaguars probably had, arguably, one of the best drafts going around. You told me that you told me the morning of the draft they were going to get Jalen Ramsey and Miles Jack. I would have slapped you. Outstanding. You get them in the first and second round. You know, if Miles Jack, the problem with Miles Jack is he's, he's going to play next season. That's not the problem. It's that his knee's going to deteriorate over time, and you'll probably only get five good years out of you. Out but of it's him. five. Five good it's years. Five. That's, a, that's a rookie contract and and a and a fifth year option. In five years' time, who knows where Jacksonville are going to be? No option on guys the in the pl- second round. Oh, sorry. The, the players they have added this offseason on defense: Ramsey, Miles, Jack, Prince of Namara, uh, Malik Jackson. They had a great offseason. Uh, they've added so many good football players. There's a couple I've missed as well. They've, they've had a great offseason. Kansas City Chiefs didn't have a pick in the first round. Well, they traded after out. After trading out with the idiotic 49ers. Um, I don't really Not much think, excitement. No, nah, and, and they didn't really address their needs. You know, they didn't get a linebacker. They didn't get a safety. Kevin Hogan out of uh, Stanford, basically an Alex Smith clone. Let's learn to be boring behind Alex Smith. I, I've got a bit of time for Kevin Hogan. I've seen him play in person. Chris Jones, they took in the second dude. round. Pick six in the second round. That's a pretty good pick. He's like, he, he's a poor man's Dontari Poe. So, you know, who knows how it'll work. LA Rams had the number one pick and took Jared Goff. So much talked about this. He was the right pick for for number one. Now, whether I would have traded all that up to get him, who knows? If he ends up being a superstar, then no one will ever talk about it. 
However, you need a quarterback. This guy is a good-looking blonde quarterback. He's going to come to California. They've got the defense. They've got the running game. If he is half as good as what they say, there's a chance they can be successful. Their whole draft is about offense. They took two tight ends, two wide receivers. Um, Mike and a, Thomas and had a, a southern miss. Well. That's, a, that's a pretty good steal in the six. So. Farrow Cooper out of South Carolina. Oh, he can go to. He's, yeah. he's a good pick as well. I actually quite like that one. The Miami Dolphins... All you're talking about is Larry Dunsell. Yeah, pretty much. You're getting getting as it, again, if someone had told me in the morning of the draft you'd get Laramie Tunsil at pick thirteen, if someone had told me after the video came out you'd get Laramie Tunsil at pick thirteen, I would have slapped you. hundred percent. I Just cannot slapping's going on. I'm gonna slap everyone. Very I violent. cannot believe he fell to thirteen. Shame on you, every team that didn't take him. Ravens, I hope Ronnie Stanley ends up being good or you could eat your words. The other one I really like is Kenyon Drake, Alabama. He's their second running back. Yep, absolutely. But he's a, he's a nice change of pace guy. He can return kicks for him. He'll be your gunner on special teams as well. Plays all special teams. Yeah, really, really good guy. Good pick. Minnesota Vikings, first pick. Treadwell, get a weapon for Teddy. Very unthrosevelt. Love it in the in the red zone. That's when that's Big where they struggled target, last year. 6'2", 221. When you're in the red zone and they stack up you know, the line to stop Adrian Peterson, you get him one-on-one, you, you take those throws. And I love Mackenzie Alexander in the second round. I had him going in the first round of Pittsburgh. He did fall, and I'm I'm not sure why. It might be size. Oh, and he had zero interceptions in college, which doesn't help. But he's a cover guy that can that can. He didn't have he had zero interceptions because he was always covering so well. So you can you can see, you can look at that the way you want to. I think that's a steal at pick twenty three in the second round. Uh, coming up next, New England Patriots. Yeah, no first round pick. <laughs> <laughs> Suffer. They had uh, look, and you know what? All their players will end up being superstars because they're the Patriots. Just how it works. But they, in my opinion, had a terrible draft. They just kept trading backwards. Um, interesting taking Jacoby Brissett, the quarterback, in the third round. I, I found that intriguing. I guess they're setting up for when Tom Brady does retire. But they've got. Um, well, there's also four games Jimmy they're going to cover at the start of the year. Yeah, exactly. true. Yeah, they've, they've got Jimmy Garoppolo there. But so they, they need surprising. a genuine backup for Garoppolo in case he gets hurt in those first four games. You've got to have someone who can come in. Exactly. New Orleans Saints. Great draft. Sheldon Rankin in the first round. He was the best-ranked D tackle. That defense was terrible. Also love getting Michael Thomas in the uh, in the second, another Ohio State guy, just to count to count them all up. And then Von Bell, another Ohio State guy, also in the second round late. Von Bell, I had him. He could have gone in the first in the first round. He could have gone in the sixth. You just didn't know how teams ranked him. He's super athletic, and he is a competitive guy. I also like, perfect. Yep, Daniel Lasco. They took down the seventh round out of Cal. You love Cal. I do love Cal, but he's a little. Expl- I like any team I've been to see. Yeah. Anyone, he's, he's explosive, he can do a few things. If Sean Payton can work out how to use him, I guarantee you that guy makes the roster. Yeah, for sure. Um, who we got next? Giants. The Giants. Eli Apple. It was a bit of a reach. I think the reason I hate this pick, it's, it's, not, it's not because We're not of Eli. not going to make it, Chris. It's not because not of Eli Apple. It. He's trying to run the clock on us. It's just not going to yeah, happen. we're not going to make it. It's only because of Eli Apple. I thought they should have taken Tunsil for my liking, but he's a good corner. I had him going to the Raiders at 14, so... Getting Sterling Sterling Shepard out of Oklahoma in the second round could be a replacement for Victor Cruz if it doesn't work out there. New York Jets. Darren Lee in the first round. Great pick. Add some speed to that slow defense. Christian Hackenberger in the second. It's Hackenberg. There's no ER on the end. Christian Hackenberg. Um, Look, he had a terrible, awesome freshman season. 
terrible sophomore and junior. I'm gonna def- I'm gonna defend this guy. Why? When he was with an NFL coach mm-hmm. in Bill O'Brien, he was fantastic. When he then had the the new regime came in at Penn State, they changed everything. Yeah, it didn't suit his skill set. He got the crap kicked out of him. He was sacked seventy seven times in his last two years. Plus, God knows if you if you were sacked seventy seven times, you'll probably hit another hundred. Oh yeah. The only thing I'll the say O line is... was awful. Yeah. And the offense didn't suit his skill set. If his attitude is still okay, like if he's not bitter, if he can put all that behind him and just come into work and get on with it, I reckon he could surprise you. I think he could be all right. I agree, but it's a reach in the second round. Yeah, he probably could have got him a later. massive reach. And normally, when you have a quarterback that's incredibly inaccurate in college. How often do they come into the NFL because where the windows are... T- he was totally getting the crap yeah, kicked out of him. Not he always. happy feet, he was you jumping. You go and watch some tape on him. They're he just misses gonna, a lot of throws. You've got to watch the whole game. You need to... I have watched the whole game. I think he'll be okay. I, I Look, I hope he does. I, I root for him. I think he... Yeah, you're right. The last two years, they did not look after him well at Penn State. They didn't do the right thing. They changed a system that didn't suit him. I don't know why they did that, but... Normally, normally inaccuracy stays inaccurate. So let's see how it works. Oakland Raiders had pick 14, took Carl Joseph safety out of West Virginia. Great pick. Uh, definitely a need pick. He is a poor man's Earl Thomas. He's incredibly athletic. He'll play center field for them. A really good replacement for Charles Woodson, which they needed to do. Uh, that defense is looking pretty good. They took two DNs in a row as well. Connor Cook in the fourth round. Interesting a, one. A, a backup there. Obviously, he's not going to start over David no, Carr. No, you'd have, you'd have to think so. But he'll so. be the second string, you'd think. For sure. And it was all surprisingly how far Connor Cook dropped for mine. Well, there's a lot of talk about that he's not too good a bloke. <laughs> to be perfectly blunt, I think there was a couple of quarterbacks, a couple of receivers who said we did not like him, and they made it pretty clear. They didn't say who they were, but they said they were no. a receiver. <laughs> they were the two starting receivers. Yeah, they're, 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 Michigan State. Well, they're two of four starting receivers, yeah, exactly. so it's 50% of the offense of the wide receivers hated his guts. So, you know, let's move on. Philly Eagles Carson. obviously had Carson Wentz in the first round. It's been talked about to death. We even <laughs> talked about it last week. Um, Don't mind the guard in the third round out of Oregon State. So they didn't have a lot of draft picks. They had a lot of late ones. Um, can you try and say the fifth round pick's name? No. No, I can't. Look, Hala, at, all the, look at all those V's and A's. Halapulavata Vatai. Hey. I'm going to give you that, but he is out of my TCU, so he's a frog, which means he's a superstar. And he's big. 6'6", 320. He's big just, dude. Yeah, he kind of struck out for me. His nickname's Big V. Jalen Mills, laid out of LSU, he fell in the draft because... He's a he's a knob. Bottom line, <laughs> he loves weed. So maturity concerns, if, you could say. Yeah, if if they could get him going and get him, you know, on the straight and narrow, then who knows how it'll work out? You know, they've got a good. I reckon Jim Schwartz is a great defensive coordinator, uh, defensive coach. So they've added some pieces there for him, and it's all going to be about Carson Wentz. Pittsburgh Steelers coming in, their number one need was probably cornerback, and they took two straight out of the gate. Well, they had to. They and you know what, Artie Burns is a reach, but he is the most he's the most athletically gifted cornerback in the draft. Maybe outside of Jalen Ramsey, he's outstanding. If he he does need time to develop, but what do Pittsburgh do well with young players? They, they look develop after them, them. develop they, them, build them up. They rarely start rookies. It's a real Steelers thing to not start rookies. 
So they've got him. Then you get Sean Davis out of Maryland. He's Maryland's starting corner. He's six foot one. He's got long arms and he's fast. They've got two guys that can run and are long and tall. You can develop that. Elsa Demarcus Ayers, wide receiver out of Houston. I really like. He can do returns. He's speedy. They Very can probably quick. do a few, you know, different things with him. San Diego Chargers. Their first four picks will all be starters. Joey Bosa, Hunter Henry was the best tight end in the draft. Getting him in the second round was a steal. Max Turek, the center, will start because Nick Hardwick's gone. And Joshua Perry, they are all starting linebackers. Another two Ohio State players together. You've got Joey Bosa. The only thing I didn't like about the Bosa pick is the scheme fit. I like the player, but I like him in a 4-3. He's certainly not going to be a five-tech defensive end. But and I will see how we'll see how he goes as an outside linebacker. Also, they drafted a punter and it wasn't an Australian idiot. Screw you. San Francisco 49 is the worst club in the NFL. DeForest Buckner was an outstanding pick in the first round, but then they ruined all of it by trading back in for Joshua Garnett, who is a power run guy. I don't think the coaching staff and the GM are on the same page. Chip Kelly doesn't like power blockers. He likes fleet foot guys. We'll see how it works out. He's a good guard, but I certainly wouldn't have traded back in for him because he probably would have been there at seven in the in the second. So, good work. Seattle Seahawks. Ah, uh, my man, Jermaine Fetty. Nailed it. Good work. Perfect fit for them. 6'6", 324. This guy's a beast. He down blocks better than anyone in the draft. Outstanding. And then they get Jaron Reed in the second round. Are you kidding me? He was... In, he was a first-round prospect, outstanding. Uh, pre- is it precise? Precise. Precise. Is that how you say it? Yep. He's a, he's very a really good, good running back. I love He'll, my name, um, boys. He will be very good behind uh, the guy who broke his leg last year that I'm completely whiffing on his name. But yeah, everyone knows who I know. Moving on because Chris is waving at us feverishly. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They got Vernon Hargraves. The third. What a shot. I told you they would. Uh, Noah Spence in the second round. Love that. What's your thoughts on the kicker? In the second round. They traded uh, back in for him 59th in the draft. Best kicker in, for a long time. He's only ever missed one kick in his college career. It was a punt. I and tried to find it, wasn't and I couldn't. Year. So yeah, I think it was in his first year. Uh, I'd love to know if it was blocked or if he missed it, but I can't find find it. He hit absolutely everything else. I don't know if Tampa was the kind of team that just missed out on the playoffs because we missed a couple of kicks. No, neither do I, but they might be this year. Now they've already they've already cut Connor Bath, their other kicker. So he's the man. He sent a tweet out wishing um, Roberto yeah. all the best. Great name, Roberto Aguayo. It's pretty good. What annoys me is if the New England Patriots did this, everyone's saying they're the smartest team in the NFL. Tampa Bay Bucks do it, oh, and everyone what everyone laughs at us. Who knows? Time yeah. will tell how it works out. Tennessee Titans. Jack Conklin was you trade back up, you take Laramie Tunsil. Jack Conklin's a fine player, but he's basically the same as Taylor Lewan. So now you've got two right tackles and one's got to play left tackle. Taylor Lewan says he he doesn't want to play right tackle, that he is a left tackle in the NFL. I don't care what you think, Taylor. You're not. You're a right tackle. Jack Conklin will play right tackle and he'll stay at left tackle and they won't improve it that much. Second round, Kevin Dodd, sort of the one-year wonder out of Clemson. Yeah, but he's worth the risk, especially in the second round. So I had him going 15 in the first, so I was shocked he fell that far. Hated the Derrick Henry Yeah, pick. me too. You, you just... Brought in Murray. Yeah, now I know you need a couple, but they've got a couple of okay running backs, so hated it. Austin Johnson's good, suits that scheme, the nose tackle. Very last, the Washington professional football team take TCU straight off the top. Josh Doxon. Second best receiver in the draft. He is going to fit into that system well. It was a bit of a surprise, but it was definitely Washington going. They, you know what? Do you know who they wanted? They wanted Callie the center, which who I had. 
went two picks before them. So they took the best available guy, and it was Josh Doxon. I think that's an outstanding move for them. He'll pair up perfectly. They've got Deshaun Jackson there and Pierre Garçon. It could be a really good offense. Um, anyone else you like there? In that, in those picks? Not really. No, sir. We're getting the wind. Chris is giving us the wind. Got to be in the car in five minutes. Oh, yeah. See, we always picks everything else but us. So Baseball like, will be there later. So hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> just just miss, on your, miss your warm-up throws. You don't need that. Really, Absolutely. really quick. Australians, we had two drafted. Obviously, we've talked about... Um, Gotsis. Adam Gotsis. Also, punter Lockie Edwards. Very odd. They draft Lockie Edwards, then they signed Tom Hackett. Now Immediately afterwards, he was almost the first undrafted free agent signed. So they've brought in... It's the almost Jets better. Two Australians. Almost, I know. I know. Tom probably really wanted to get. Although when we had him on the show, he was pretty much saying, "I'm thinking seventh round or undrafted." That's what he was saying. Yeah, he wanted a but shot. It, he's probably better off going undrafted for the fact that now he's only on a one year contract. So if he can take that job from Lachlan Edwards, Edwards is a more traditional style punter, which is why which they took. Everyone him. is afraid of of the Aussie, the rugby punt, as they like to call it. I think Tom Hackett's the best punter in the draft, and. I think he'll take that job. No offense, Lachlan Edwards. I wish you all the luck in the world. And oh, the, the good thing is one Australian is going to be there. Um, but I think Hackett will take that. And then if he has one good year, he's a free agent. He can go and do what he wants. Blake Muir, San Francisco 49ers. Good him fit up for him. An undrafted free agent. Really good fit, power runner. He can play with another Australian superstar, Jared Hayne. I haven't heard of Jared. Could you tell me some more about Jared Hayne is a former rugby player that moved to the NFL. Oh, Chris is getting is so Chris pissed winding off. up again? <laughs> Um, Brad Craddock, Cleveland Browns, kicker. Um, he wasn't drafted, was he? No, he no. was signed as undrafted free agent. Good luck to him. Great for him. It basically left a couple of Aussies um, out in the cold. Jamie Keehan, punter out of LSU. He hasn't, Alex he hasn't got a look yet. punter out of Wake, Wake Forest. Forest. There's people talking like um, I'd be, I'd Jamie be, will be signed by the end of the yeah, week. Yeah, I'd be surprised. He's a very good punter. We'll wait and see. The one thing I didn't see, though, or that I didn't like the look of, is the Steelers brought in... A punter to compete with Jordan Berry. I hope Jordan can beat him out, keep that job there, because um, obviously we want to see as many Australians as possible no one's playing in the NFL. Jordan Berry out. Right now, there is nine Australians in the NFL rosters. That's a record. Two drafted. Take that Fox Sports Australia. That's, that's a record. Does that include Jared Hayne? Of course it includes him. <laughs> is he on the roster still? Yes. <laughs> you realize what I'm doing? Yeah, Chris is furious now. <laughs> Thanks for downloading the SEN NFL podcast. You can follow James on Twitter at Jartha6594. You can follow me at Richard03. Until next week, for James, for really pissed off, Chris Tyler, I'm Richard Garraway. Thanks for listening. Coach is going to be so upset with me. <laughs> for more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America.